Well, hello, hello. How are you doing, everybody? How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 206. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. How are you doing? How is everything going, my friends? It's Sunday night at around 11 o'clock p.m. in New Jersey. And I want to say hello to my beautiful, beautiful Sass Potters and also to my Pottern family hashtag Pottern family on Twitter, and uh, I want to say thank you guys for coming back for episode number two hundred and six. But more importantly than anything else, or I shouldn't say more importantly, but equal of equal importance, I want to thank you guys very very much for your response to episode number two hundred and five, um, the last episode. Now you guys have been great to me on a regular basis. Anyway, I mean the kind words have been really really heartwarming, and I really appreciate that. You've been really really nice to me. Um, you know, uh, my Potter and family's been nice to me and I've tried to be nice to my Potter and family and my SAS Potters have been really, really good to me. You've been listening and downloading and telling friends and, you know, it's been really, really cool, you know, especially when you know, you know, the numbers have been climbing, but when, when you see big giant jumps, like on specific days, five times as much as you expect or, or hope to happen, it's because the people that are listening to you are really, really cool and doing really, really cool things. And I want to thank you guys for that. Um, I also want to give a special shout out to Michael Salamone. He's a fellow podcaster who does a wonderful show as well called Salamone because, you know, that's his name. <laughs> See, because I have my name in my podcast also. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I actually recorded with him on Saturday. And uh, we had a great conversation. It was fun talking to him. You know, I, I listened to his show anyway. And uh, of course, his his next show is probably going to be the best show of all time because <laughs> I'm the guest. So um, so that should be coming out very, very soon. Maybe even Monday or I don't I'm not really, really sure when it's going to come out. But I'll make sure that I let you guys know when that episode is coming out. Uh, so make sure you follow me on Twitter at, at, at S. Anthony Thomas and at S. Anthony says, and I'll make sure to let you guys know. Uh, when I'll be on Salamone, that will be the show of Michael Salamone. And and Michael, thank you very, very, very much for having me on the show. I really had a great time with you. Um, I, I, I enjoy your show and I appreciated you having me on. It meant a lot. And, and I, I appreciate the kind words you gave me as well while we were on the show and before and after the show. Well, folks, are you guys ready for episode number two zero six of S. Anthony Says, also known as the S. Anthony Says podcast, starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas? Of course you are. Coolness. So let's talk about stupid crap for approximately an hour. <laughs> and and I, I, you know, this is something that happened to me kind of recently. And. You know, a lot of times when I watch UFC, usually it's at my, I usually do it at my house because I'm usually doing something else and I don't have time to run around and I watch it at my house. I'll take care of it myself. But on a, on a, on a, on a recent, uh, one of the recent shows, I went to a friend of a friend's house and it, how, how am I going to put this? Normally I don't care what a person does in their home. 
I don't give a crap. It's none of my business. I really don't judge anybody by what they do. If it doesn't affect somebody else, usually when people do things, I really just don't give a damn. That's the truth. You know, people that have ridden in the cars with me know that even if people are driving in traffic and they do jackass things, I really don't get super duper ultra upset. Now, those of you that have been longtime sass potters know that I did an episode a long time ago called, um, I forgot. Damn, I forgot what it was called. I do so many of these things, but it was it was a, I did a, a, a routine in there about under I called it under breath s meaning I had a dash cam and I still do have the same dash cam in my car. And I didn't realize how I was saying horrible things about people under my breath that the dash cam audio caught. But I didn't yell them out. I didn't do But I said it under my breath. But I don't I don't get all upset when people do that. When somebody cuts in front of me in traffic, if I don't have to step on the brakes and if it doesn't endanger the people in the car with me I really don't care about it a couple of seconds later you know when I was younger it used to really bother me when you would be driving you know you're at a you're at a red light someone pulls up beside you on the right hand side and it's always a sports car and it's always someone who's like 19 to 24 years old and uh you know, and, and, and they, they have this, their first sports car and they pull up beside and they're looking at you and you know what they're going to do, but they, they, they act like they're going to make the right turn. And as soon as the light turns green, they zip in front of you. But the thing is, if you step on the gas and burn rubber like that and it doesn't impede my progress, I don't care. If you cut in front of me, I don't care. That's you over there. What you do is your business. I don't care what other people do. I just don't care. I don't care. Right. But sometimes people's behavior, something that somebody else does, forces you to rethink things, puts you in a bad position, a position where you're stuck and you don't want to be stuck. Oh, you don't want to be stuck. Oh, no. When I go to see a relative of mine, he lives he's in the hospital and we go to check him out and, and visit him and everything. He's going to be in there for a little while. And I have to make a 45 minute trek to go to see him 45 minutes up the visit time, which is about an hour or so and 45 minutes back. And I do that three or four times a week because it's necessary. Fine. But on about three quarters of the way to the to this location. No, no. Yeah, about three quarters of the way. There's a stop. There's a stoplight. You stop at the stoplight. You cross the, the, the street. Then there's a stop sign planted in the middle of the street with a little cement island to its right now the opposing traffic has no lights no stop signs so basically that stop sign there means the only way you're going to be able to continue your process continue your ride continue going where you're going to go is you have to cut through two lanes of traffic because the traffic flow never really stops you could stand there and wait for the kindness of strangers but strangers aren't always that kind when they're driving so at some point you're going to have to cut in front of somebody they're forcing you to cut in front of somebody they're making you cut in front of somebody and like I said I don't mind when somebody does it to me it doesn't bother me but I don't like doing it to other people but they force you to do it somebody else's actions force you to change and to do things you don't want to do I don't like it I say that to tell you this 
I go to these people's house and it's not a friend of mine. It's a friend of my friend. Normally, when you go see a UFC fight at a friend's house, you know, you go there and it's a bunch of dudes or a bunch of ladies and dudes or a bunch of whatever. And we're all there. and We're watching the fight. And, you know, usually the person at the house, you know, maybe you bring something or you won't bring something. It doesn't matter. You're all there in this group of people and it's a festive activity and all that's great. And it's great. It's incredible. And it's party atmosphere and everybody's incredible and great and all that crap. But this time what happened? My friend tells me to go to this place and I'm going with him and I'm thinking it's going to be the kind of place that I normally take him festive and party and cool and dudes and ladies and it's great and the chips and salsa and all of that crap. And what do we do? We wind up in this Richie Cunningham type of house and who are we watching the fights with me, my buddy, who's a close friend of mine and his friend and his wife and two kids. Essentially, we got stuck watching UFC fights with a family of four who had never seen a UFC fight before, but just happened to have the biggest television that was available. Oh no. First of all, we're trying to figure out why the damn kids are, they're going to be blood and crap. Why do you have your kids in the room? Oh, they'll be all right. I don't care. They ain't my kids. Like I said, what you do is your business. The wife doesn't want to see it. She's like, why are you watching this? This is horrible and disgusting. <laughs> like there's no other rooms in the house. But I can't say anything because it's her house and I'm in I'm in her house. Can't say crap. My friend's there and I'm looking at him like, I'm going to fight you like these guys are fighting each other for suckering me into doing this because I could have been watching this crap at my house, punk. Beside the point. So we're there and we're having a great time as it turns out. Well, we're having a great time with what's going on on the screen. The couple next to each other going, I can't see why people are paying for this. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, they gave me the money. It's not really costing me anything, but I mean, I, I don't even understand. We, I'm like, and we're going in the back of your mind. You're going, you could just leave the room, but you can't think that. Why? Cause it's their television and you're in their house and it's too far away to go where you live because you'll miss some of the fight that you're really actually paying for. So you shut up and you. Yeah. So what I started to notice is the kids went to the bathroom and stayed upstairs. They went to bed. Great. Both kids used the bathroom. Okay. I don't know why that I care about that. You'll find out why in a moment. During the course of the evening, the husband goes to the bathroom, comes back down. The wife goes to the bathroom, comes back down. Really not a big deal. We've been there for a while. Uneventful. People go to the bathroom. My friend didn't go to the bathroom, but then I went to the bathroom. And I go upstairs to the bathroom. And I use the bathroom. And I begin to look for soap to wash my hands. And I realize there is no soap. Oh, no. I also realize that the sink is dry as hell. Oh, no. Well, I'm thinking it doesn't really matter if the sink is dry. Maybe the sink doesn't work. So maybe they're washing their hands in the tub. Not a big deal. I know people that wash their hands in the tub. I had a girlfriend who refused to wash her hands in the sink after she went to the bathroom. One of the reasons why she didn't mind if you brushed your teeth in the sink. That's your mouth. But the toilet meant ass and genitals and ass and genitals equals tubs. So when you go wash your hands, you'll wash your hands in the tub. If you brush your teeth, you brush your teeth above the sink. That's weird. I know. But okay, I wanted to get it on with her, so I put up with that crap. So I go over to the tub, and I realize that the tub is also bone dry. Oh, no. 
everybody in this house uses the bathroom. Nobody washes their hands. So I go back to the sink. I turn the sink on and the sink works fine. I go back to the tub and the tub works fine, which means that the tub and the sink both work. But they didn't. You wash their hands. They chose not to wash their hands. And this wasn't the kind of dry where maybe there was, you know, it was dry for a minute or two or maybe it dries really quickly. Oh, no. This is dust bowl dry. These bastards haven't washed their hands in a while and I know for a fact they haven't they didn't wait too long to go to the bathroom which means all the stuff that they made food wise was covered in hands and made by hands that went to the bathroom and didn't wash hands oh no and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the dip and the chips and the sandwiches that I had. And I know that I had already eaten some of that stuff. And these people touched the stuff and the stuff was in my mouth. And I wanted to take a rake and scrape out the inside of my mouth and pour some boiling water in my mouth. Because these people touched their stuff down there and back there and touched the food and made the food. And I ate the food and my friend had no idea. And I'm looking at him trying to give him facial signals. Don't eat that. Don't drink that. Don't eat that. Don't drink that. But he's shoveling it in his face and I try to get him alone to tell him what happened and I was just <sighs> how do you go to the bathroom man like if a kid does that on occasion I get it they're children they were small children but how do you as an adult go to the bathroom without washing your hands and in addition to that go to the bathroom without washing your hands and then prepare food for other people <laughs> what is wrong with these sick disgusting bastards you know whenever i run across somebody like that and i, I you know i very very i was very very careful not to eat anything else and i tried to get my friend to decide to tell him about it but he was come on man get out here tell me later tell me later tell me later as he sticks the ass sandwiches in his mouth you know, just, just, just getting angry. And I was like, all right, I don't want to cause a fight. I knew he was going to be angry later, but he already eaten several ass sandwiches anyway. It's not like it was going to kill him. But how do you as an adult go to the bathroom? I know it's your house. But he, he, I mean, I'm thinking about it. It's like, if you know you have company coming, could you wash your hands for the company? If you were an all ass finger family, that's your choice. I don't care if you're an ass finger family. That's your choice. But don't make ass sandwiches for me. I don't want ass finger sandwiches. What's wrong with you people, man? Because I always wanted to ask these people a question. Just try to use logic when you run across a person that is an adult that doesn't wash their hands and then prepares food for themselves and other people. I just want to say to them, I said, excuse me, do you think it's acceptable to go to the bathroom, use the facilities and not wash your hands? Why, yes, I do. Well, okay, that's first of all, that's disgusting. Second of all, let me ask you a question. Say right now there was a sandwich on the table made by someone who cares about hygiene. Would you stick your hand in your back of your pants, swirl it around your butt cheeks, or put it in the front and swirl it around your front stuff, then touch the sandwich and then eat it? Why, no, that's disgusting. Yes, it is disgusting. But the only difference between what I just described, uh, putting your hand on the back of your pants and squeezing your butt cheeks, and or putting them down the front and touching your front stuff and touching the sandwich is the amount of time it takes you to walk from your bathroom into your kitchen because you just touched butt stuff and dust or genital stuff and made sandwiches. 
And when you use that kind of logic, the person kind of sees the error of their ways, don't they? Really? I don't know. I've never had the courage to actually walk up to say something like that to somebody, but I'm saying it now. And if there's any, I'm sure none of them, I'm sure the overwhelming majority of my sass potters are not the kind of people that would go to the bathroom as adults and then make sandwiches for themselves or sandwiches for somebody else. But if you are, stop that crap. I mean, think about how disgusting that actually is, right? Have you ever seen somebody be grossed out by something that's even less gross than what they act, what you know they were doing? I remember this guy, the same guy. Like I said, we weren't close friends, but I've been in the car with him. I felt comfortable going into his house. This is the same guy who literally got out of his car at a gas station and jumped over a little bit of spit that somebody walked by and spit on the ground. He jumped over because he didn't want to get it on his shoes, jumped over it. This is the same guy who saw uh, 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 somebody spit on the sidewalk. Attack, I mean, not on the sidewalk, on the on the ground in the street that was crossing the street, and literally drove his car around the spit. He didn't want to get someone else's spit on his car tires. He didn't want to accidentally touch stepping a little bit of spit. But he didn't mind putting ass chips on my damn sandwich and ass chips on the nachos and all of that crap. And this bastard made dip and oh my God, I don't even know what I know was in the dip. Disgusting. It reminded me back in the day when they would always do investigative journal journalism. <laughs> Remember that when they used to do that? <laughs> uh, those were the days. And I remember why I remember sitting back one time and I was watching a lady and she was she was a really good investigative journalist. I forgot what city it was. I've been in so many cities. It doesn't really matter. And she comes out. And in the report tonight, we're going around with this scientist and he has a Petri dish and we're taking our swabs and we're swabbing things around the city. And you would be surprised at what's the dirtiest thing in the city. You'd be surprised what's so dirty. Right. So they go around and they're swabbing doorknobs and, you know, handles of supermarket shopping carts and the buttons and elevators and all of that crap. And, well, if you notice right here, this is the elevator button that was inside the store. And what's happening with the elevator button? If you notice, there's double cc's of one quarter of a cc of a double cc of a double micron of a double cc of fecal matter on the door on the the buttons oh my god you mean to tell me that's right someone did not wash their hands and we detected an amount of fecal matter on the elevator buttons and we also found that there was also fecal matter on the shopping cart handle and there was also quadruple fecal matter on the doorknobs and there was fecal matter on the defecal matter did I mention fecal matter yet i like to say fecal fecal matter did i mention fecal matter yet and the guy said fecal matter about 900 times apparently everybody was leaving fecal matter all over the place which basically means wrap yourself in plastic and don't touch anybody because there's a good chance of the fecal matter and they go to a they started going to restaurants and swabbing the food and I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to shock you right now because you're going to be really, really shocked at what they found on some of the food. <laughs> That's right. Fecal matter was on the hamburger bun. A very, very small amount. It fell within acceptable limits of fecal matter. Like there is such, there's no acceptable fecal matter. Go to a hot dog cart. Sir, um, 
Yeah, what's going on? We uh, we we I'm here with news, blah blah blah, news, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and we uh, we actually took one of your hot dogs. We, we when you weren't looking, um, we actually tested some of the hot dog water, and we tested some of the buns, and we found that. Uh, well, I'll let the doctor tell you. Doctor, could you tell him what we found? We found fecal matter, the fecal matter on the hot dog bun, fecal matter and the water, fecal matter. We actually went inside the bathroom and found fecal matter in the toilet. I'm sorry, we spoke. Well, actually, that's actually acceptable that fecal matter be in the toilet, but the, but that's not the point. The point is your hot dogs had fecal matter or the fecal matter, and on top of we checked the fecal matter. The fecal matter actually had fecal matter in the fecal matter. Fecal, 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 fecal. What do you have to say, fecal? Well, what do you have to say about the, the doc? I mean, this is disgusting. I mean, I mean, do you not wash your hands? I mean, where, where do you wait? I mean, do you, I mean, I'm looking at the the, the 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 cart that you're using, and I look around, and there's really no place for you to go to the bathroom. Where do you wash your hands? Uh, is the camera on? Yes, it is. You sick bastard. Oh, oh. Uh, well, I'll tell you the truth, lady. Uh, you know, doc, yeah, check these hot dogs over here, please. Check these hot dogs over here. I'm going to check them. Am I going to find fecal matter? You kind of want to find fecal matter, don't you? Yeah, I just I just like to have a reason to say fecal matter. It's a thing of me. I love saying fecal matter. <laughs> There's no fecal matter on these hot dogs. These hot dogs are clean. Well, why are these hot dogs clean and the other hot dogs covered in... Well, I'm going to let you say it, doctor. Thank you. Fecal matter. Well, the reason these, these hot dogs are covered... Okay, I'll be honest with you. See these hot dogs over here? These hot dogs are for new customers and for good customers that I like. And these hot dogs over here and these rolls over here that are covered in... Well, I'm going to let you say it, doctor. Thank you very much. Fecal matter. You're, you're welcome, doc. Anyway, uh, I save these for customers who are a-holes and, and people I don't like. What do you mean by that? Well, there's people that sometimes come up here and they offer, they, they go, hey, man, I want a hot dog and I want this on it, that on it, this on it, that on it. And then I give them the hot dog. And then after I put all the seasonings and the spices on the hot dog, they change their mind. And I can't sell that hot dog right there. I can't sell that hot dog. Nobody wants the exact same configuration, the sauces and spices that this guy wanted. And he knew he saw me putting them on and he want, and I wound up losing the hot dog. I can't resell that hot dog. And I wound up selling that hot dog to somebody else and I can't sell it to somebody else i have to throw it away so that's a hot dog I mean, i'm not a rich man and the, the, the guys waste my what does that have to do with anything well the, I'm, what i'm trying to say is i have a special stash of hot dogs with go ahead doc you can say it fecal matter i love saying fecal matter i know i know and uh so we tell you, i take out the, the hot dogs with the fecal matter on it and then I, I i make sure i slowly spice it up for the dude he walks away i make some money and i walk he walks away and i laugh after he leaves because he's eating his hot dog but the inside joke is that i've covered it in well doc fecal matter yeah thanks doc and i cover it in that that's disgusting i can't believe you did that it's really hey, look listen lady listen lady i put up with a lot of crap at this job okay I'm a hardworking man. I make my hot dogs and I don't want any problems with people. I just want to sell hot dogs. Right? If you notice, 90% of the hot dogs do not have, go ahead, doc. Fecal matter. Oh, this is a great report. Okay, doc, you're getting weird now. A lot of the, if you notice 90%, I, I only, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you specifically give hot dogs to people with fecal matter on it, that means that you specifically gave me a hot dog with fecal matter on it. You did it on purpose. Yeah, pretty much. Why would you do that? I don't like your news station. That's why I gave you the hot dog with Doc. Fecal matter. And I, you know, 
well, you do realize that this is going to be on the news and we're going to put this on the news and everyone's going to know what you did. It really doesn't matter. You know, it's a hot dog cart. It's got wheels on it. I know we, you know, just move to the next town. Nobody watches your news over there. It's going to be on YouTube. Yeah, wait a month and a half. There'll be some prank videos on there where somebody's going to pretend to kill somebody and that'll be the flavor of the month. And uh, people will forget about it. So I'm not really worried about it too much. So I'm going to leave now. All right. What are you going to do? You don't even have my real name. Oh, by the way, I'm on the way out. Um, want a hot dog? No, I don't want a hot dog. I don't want a hot dog, you sick bastard. Because I know one thing is you're going to give me that last hot dog to try to get back at me. And I know it's going to be covered with. <sighs> Go ahead, doc. Fecal matter. You know, but that is the truth, man. I, you know, this is the guy that really avoided spit, didn't want to drive his car over spit. But the whole family, the whole damn family went to the bathroom and none of them washed their hands. Oh, God. It was disgusting, man. But the thing is, like I said, normally I don't care what people do. Like if it was just you nasty ass sandwich eating bastards in your house, that's your business. I really don't give a crap. But when I got to eat the damn sandwich, then I care. All right. So whatever you do, people, just know, wash your damn hands, please. All right. Especially if I come to your house, because eventually I'm going to start going out and, and performing on the road and I'm going to start hanging out and I'm going to meet some of my sass potters and hopefully you'll become fans of my new stand up show. And I'll come and hang out with you and spend some time with you. And I may even go and hang out with some of you guys. And, you know, who knows what, what's going to happen at that point. But if I ever come to your house, damn it. Wash your hands, because I do not want, even though I love my sass potters, I love all of you guys, I do not want to have a sandwich that has, Doc, are you still here? Yeah. Say it for me, please. Fecal matter. Okay, you can get out now, you're getting weird. Thank you. Can I say fecal matter, fecal matter, fecal matter? Get out. Jesus Christ, how do you get in here? Okay, there was really no doctor here. That was really me doing the voice. <laughs> I'm sure you probably couldn't figure that out. <laughs> Someone was fooled. <laughs> But I don't really care about what people do in their own private life, man. I, I I don't give a crap about that. It doesn't really bother me too much, you know. Because you know, when you're out in public, it's, it's you know, when you're out in public, you kind of get the feeling that, you know, as a society, we should just do nice things for each other, treat each other with love and respect, be good to each other. But sometimes you get pissed off at people. You know, you get pissed off at people and sometimes you get pissed off at people and you're not even you don't even have a real good reason to be pissed off at people. I saw a group of people get mad at the leg. I went to the, to get a I went to Dunkin Donuts this morning. I didn't get no any damn donuts, but I got an iced tea because I wanted an iced tea and I didn't feel like going to the McDonald's. I was too far away from where I was at the time. And a woman walked into the to the to the, uh, the Dunkin Donuts. You ever seen someone that was too good looking? You know, just is like so good looking. It was like, come on now. You know, it was almost like she was so good looking. She was almost her existence almost mocked normal good looking women. You know, and guys are like that too. A guy is just so good looking that his essence, his his looks almost mock regular looking people or regular good looking people. And you just want to slap the crap out of them because it's almost like it's like they're flaunting their their good lookingness. You know, or, per, you know, sometimes you can be too something, you know, you can be too good looking, you know, you know, or, or too rich, 
you know, and I'm not saying you shouldn't make money or make a lot of money. If you, if you contribute something that generates a lot of bread, nobody gets mad at you. Nobody hates Bill Gates because he created Microsoft. I'm a little pissed off at him because of Microsoft 10, which is fucking slow, but that's a whole different story. And that's why I have a Chromebook now. Yeah, that's right. Fix that crap, you bastards. All right. But what I'm saying is sometimes you can be too something like the lady was too good looking. And then she comes in. She's got the makeup on. She's got the perfect body with the perfect delicious buttocks and the perfect yummy breasts and the perfect legs and the perfect and the perfect face and the perfect teeth and the perfect lips and the perfect eyes. And then her kid runs in. Hey, mommy. Hey, mommy. And the damn kid was good looking, too. And all the other kids were looking at him like, I don't even know why I hate the bastard because I'm an infant and can't talk yet. But I already don't like that bastard which was amazing to have a three-month-old actually say that in which I would say to that kid, listen, kid, I know that you're not as good-looking as that kid over there, but you, the simple fact that you could form that sentence means you're a lot smarter than other people. You are a genius, child. And then the other kids looked at that kid and went, because, you see, they were also children of his age, but they were regular children. They couldn't talk yet. <laughs> Shut up. So this incredibly gorgeous woman walks in and, and, you know, and you could see dudes who were like deciding not to look at her specifically because I'm not going to look at her and give her the benefit of me looking at her. Yeah, like every other human being in the world wasn't was not going to stare at her. Perfect looking woman and everybody's mad at her. She didn't even do anything, but they're mad at her. The lady behind the counter at the Dunkin Donuts took her order with an attitude. Hi, can I have what do you want, you good looking bitch? Okay, she didn't actually say that, but her face did. <laughs> right? Because sometimes when you see women that are that good looking or guys that are that good looking, you, there's no winning for them. Okay, if you really think about it. In, 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 in this way. And then granted, people will give them stuff and they'll have a, a access to more sexual partners than everybody else because of their attractiveness. But first of all, if you really think about it, people are always mad at them. I've seen women that look like the woman at the Dunkin' Donuts this morning try to dowdy herself up. I mean, she puts on the hat, not this particular woman, but a woman of that level of attractiveness, puts on the hat. They got the, the big sunglasses. They put on the sweatpants and they put on the old shoes. They go, See, I'm dressing down. And then they're standing next to a woman who's just a regular cute woman who's wearing exactly the same thing. And now... She still blows that person away when we think in terms of what the media ideal of what attractive is. And then now the woman who's a regular cute girl looks at her going, even dressed down, this bitch blows me away. And she hates her even more. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> I remember when I was a young guy, I was like in my early 20s and I was a cute dude. And I, and I had had no problems meeting ladies. But there was always like one guy that walked into the room and all the ladies would stop and stare at that guy they wouldn't even step to him they just looked at the dude and it used to piss me off and i'm sitting on why am i pissed off at this dude this dude didn't do anything why am i he just walked into the room and they're staring at him he didn't do anything wrong he just is a nice looking cat and everybody was mad at him and then he would come in and he'd try to do the same thing he'd put the hat on and he'd wear the baggy clothes and people are still staring at him and we're going Man, so you're gonna dress down so you're gonna lower yourself to be like us regular average looking dudes and then you still blow us away with your good looks you bastard you make me sick and they can't win because we're still mad at the good looking bastards you ever seen somebody who's in too good a shape 
too good a shape. They're, sh- they're in fantastic shape, especially like dudes who are like bodybuilder shape with the six packs and the triple packs and quadruple packs and all of that crap. And then they come in in a muscle shirt and you want to punch him in the throat because you're thinking, dude, we already know you're in great shape. You have to rub it in our faces by wearing the damn muscle shirt. You think we don't know you're muscled up already, you punk bastard. You make me sick. And then they come in in baggy clothes and they still look better than you and you really want to slap them. It's amazing when somebody's too something. Whenever somebody's too anything, you can't stand the bastard. Yeah, that's right. Somebody who's too rich. Somebody has $80 billion. You know, and then they drive up in a Toyota Corolla and you look at them like, dude, we know you got $80 billion. You're driving a Toyota Corolla just to mock us. You make me sick. Just pull up in the Bugatti you know you have 20 of and get it out of the way. I'd have more respect for you if you just pull up in the Bugatti. Bugatti, you bastard. <laughs> when you too anything, people don't like it. When you're too nice, you can't even get a date. You would figure that being nice is a good thing, but you're too nice. You ever been too nice to someone? You want to be nice, but you're like, you know what? I'm not nice enough. I'm going to be even nicer. And then you become too nice and they resent you for it. Look at this guy doing all this nice stuff, helping that lady opening the door for the old woman. You trying to, I mean, I didn't, I saw the old woman, but I didn't feel like getting up and now he's going to open the door. Now everybody's looking at me like I'm an a-hole because I didn't get up because I was actually closer to the door than he was. And he gets up all the way from the other side of the damn room, runs across and opens the door for the lady. And then he goes back to sit down and everybody, He's looking at him like, hey, you're the greatest guy in the world. And they collectively look at him and smile and nod and give him the thumbs up. And then they all collectively look back at me and they look at me and you can, why? Wait, wait a minute. And then they're all making, they all got middle fingers up at me and I can hear them murmuring and they're going, oh, asshole, a piece of shit. He was right by the door. I hate people that are too damn nice, you bastard. Too nice. And you do nice stuff and you're too nice. And people get mad at you. I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? You dig it too. When you got the two with the other, another, it's just as horrible. I talked about it before, but I had to bring it up again because this happened today. She was too good looking. Somebody's too good looking. They have control over you. It's just like time kind of slows down for a while. Time kind of slows down when a really super duper good looking woman walks in the room. Time kind of slows down a little bit. You know, you want to take a look at it, but you can't take a look at it because you don't want to look like some kind of creeper. You don't want to look at it. You don't want your face to look like one of those cartoons where the eyes bug out. Wink them, wink them, wink them in the music. Wink hooga, 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 hooga. You know, the heart beats out of your chest like in those really bad 50s and 60s era cartoons. You don't want that to happen. But you know you're very rarely going to see someone that's this good looking. She's uncommonly good looking. You need that in your mental Rolodex. I'm not going to say you're going to do stuff to yourself while thinking about her, but you know 
know damn well you're going to do stuff to yourself while thinking about her. And you know daggone well you don't want to pass up this opportunity. Even if you don't do stuff to yourself while thinking about her, you at least want to have the joy, the happiness, the pleasure of looking at her perfection. And you walk around and you then you turn your head really slowly. You can't turn your head quickly. That will draw attention to yourself. So you turn your head slowly. And you're really looking at her in your peripheral. And you're enjoying every second of it. Oh, look at those. Even her feet are perfect. The legs, the buttocks, the delicious buttocks. Her delicious stomach, her double delicious chest yummies. Even her neck is delicious. Look at the beautiful woman, the lips and all of that crap. And she, she turns around. Oh, all of that. There's no, there's the only imperfection on her is the fact that she's not married to me, making babies with me. And then she just, and then you go, I hope, please have a bad voice. Please have a voice that sucks. Please have, please have one of those squeaky, annoying voices that's going to make you just the perfect 10 instead of the perfect 27 that you are now. And then she talks. Hello, I'd like to have, oh God, her voice is even perfect. I can't take this crap. And the time slows down even more because you're trying to drink all of her perfection in. You're trying to drink it all in. You're trying to drink it all in. And she's standing next to you. You're trying to get your whatever you bought and you're hoping that this jackass doesn't give it to you quickly because if they give it to you quickly, you're going to have to leave. And you don't want to leave until she leaves because you want to drink in more of that perfection. You got your straw in that big cup of perfection that is her and you just want to drink in her perfection you don't even want me you don't even want me ice in this cup of perfection you want this to be straight perfection you want to drink it all in and she's walking slowly because you're drinking it all and it's like your brain is you know how sometimes you have a file on a computer and if it's a if it's a, if it's a regular definition medium definition high definition if it's high definition it takes longer to upload because the file is so big if a standard definition if it's just a regular cute person whether it's a man or woman whoever you're attracted to you take a quick 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 peek that person's cute nice and then you name whatever body part of theirs you think is nice that's awesome and then you go back to your conversation and you don't really think about them anymore you enjoy the little sip of their yumminess and you go back to your conversation but no this woman was super high definition she was 4k she was 5k she was 17k she was the whole damn alphabet she was the she was every alphabet that could be created that's how perfect she was and you're drinking it all in the file of her perfection is taking in a long time to load in your brain and then finally she gets her stuff before you get your stuff and then she leaves you look at her and you nile you smile you nile you, you see i can't even think straight you smile you nod i don't know what i did i mean not me the other person in this in this description because i'm definitely not talking about me this morning at the dunkin donuts when that delicious woman smiled at me i'm not talking about that <laughs> don't judge me shut up and then she starts to walk away. And then the person gives you your stuff at exactly the right time. You are so glad they made a mistake and didn't make the right kind of tea. They made a mistake. And then they give you your sweet tea and you turn around. And she's walking towards the door. And you already soaked in her front perfection. And now she's walking and now you're seeing her back perfection. Not only was she perfect standing still. Not only was she perfect in the front. She's just as perfect walking. Even when she walks, she's perfect. And you're drinking. And finally, bing, 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 the file is uploaded in your brain. She gets in the car and she pulls away and your whole day is made. Oh, yeah. But then all of a sudden you realize she kind of ruined you for a while. 
You see regular pretty girls during the course of the day. You see 15 or 16 of them, but she ruined your day because under normal circumstances, you'd go, wow, these are some delicious women. But this woman's perfection, her file is so big. She actually overwrote the files of the other woman you saw that day. She overwrote those files. Oh, no. She was too good looking. As it turns out, I take everything back. All the other twos were bad, but there was nothing wrong with this woman, even though she was too good looking by definition using the little, you know, the little theory I was going through. Now that I'm actually reviewing the file, that is her. Oh, yeah, I realized that she was too good looking for you people, but she wasn't too good looking for me. She was perfect for me. Screw you bastards. Hold on for a minute. I would normally pause the podcast and then start thinking about her and then record the rest of it. But right now I'm just going to take a couple seconds and watch it. Oh, yeah, that's what look at that. She was awesome, man. I tell you, just what a perfect woman. She is just incredible. I tell you right now, boy, I mean, this. What an awesome woman. I mean, I mean, I mean normally I, I would marry her right that second. If she just, if she would have said, hey, you right there. I would have said, yeah. She would have said, you know what? You're kind of cute. I would have said, thanks a lot. You know what? I want to get married to a five foot eight middle-aged guy and bang the crap at him for the next 50 years. And I would have said, well, I'm a cute five foot eight middle-aged guy. Would you, and you, uh, you said you wanted to bang the crap out of me for the next 50 years. Yes, I would. You know what? I'm okay with that. Okay, let's get married and bang for the next 50 years. And then I'll say fantastic. And Okay, that's enough of the fantasy. <laughs> but it really was. It was just really funny to watch a woman that was that good, that's like scary good looking. I mean, if this woman was there, if Halle Berry and Angelina Jolie were standing in front of this woman, you would have been like, could you two chicks get out the way so I can look at her, please? That's how good looking this woman was. Oh man, I can't. It was, it was really weird, man. I wasn't even going to talk about her because I knew I was going to turn into a complete douche like I just did describing her, but good God almighty. Like normally sometimes you, you'll say that somebody's too good looking, too smart, too this, too that, and they rub it in your face, but I got news for you. I don't care what my, I say my whole theory that I just stated, screw all of that crap. There's nothing wrong with that woman. And if that woman, yeah, that's right. You, you if you, if you're one of my sass potters and you hear this, I want to let you know that I was the cute short guy that was in the Dunkin' Donuts that was standing next to you that got the sweet tea and that you smiled at. And I just went, what did you say? What was that? I'm sorry. There's no way in the world she remembers your punk ass. Why would she not remember you? You, you just, what, What's so special about you? Wow, man, I, that's kind of mean, don't you think? Not really. I mean, I think you're a great guy in a normal circumstances. There's no way in the world she remembered you. You know how many guys hit on her on a regular basis? Guys who are actually making real money? Yeah, I know I'm not making any real money right now, but I got a popular podcast. Oh, you got a popular podcast. Oh, man. Oh, wow. I still say she would rather go out with that guy that you talked about a few minutes ago that had the hot dog cart with the hot dogs covered in. Where's the doctor? Fecal matter. <laughs> you didn't know the doctor was still here, did you? Actually, no, I didn't. Ooh, you hiding somewhere? Fecal matter. Get out. Anyway, man, listen. You had no chance at that woman in the first place. I was actually there with you, and you were kind of embarrassing. You were talking about how you were moving in slow motion. Do you realize you were actually moving in slow motion and embarrassing yourself? I was actually moving in slow motion? Yeah, that's why she smiled at you. She wasn't smiling at you because she thought you were cute. She smiled at you because you thought you were somebody that had some kind of mental condition. 
You know, did you notice how when she was going out of the front door, she kind of backed out of the front door at first and then she turned around and walked out? Oh, I did not notice that. Of course you didn't notice that because when she said to you, have a nice day, you you said to her, duh, 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 and I was embarrassed for you. That's why I remember when we went to the Dunkin' Donuts together and you got the sweet tea and I had I got my water. And remember how I let you actually drive away and I caught the bus? Yeah, I was wondering about that. I did not want to be seen with you. You look like a complete douchebag. <sighs> wow. So you had to interrupt my show to... I mean, I, I mean, the way I described it to everybody, I was, you know, I was, I had this really poetic and cool and charming way of describing, you know, the, but my meeting with that delicious woman and everything. Well, you described her accurately, but you didn't describe how you acted accurately. Ah, wow. You really aren't much help. You made a jackass out of you. Hey, your mic's off. God almighty, I gotta lock the door. Guys, treat me like I'm a piece of fecal matter. Could you get out of here? Jesus Christ. I got to get some security in this place because I don't, these two people that don't really exist, which are really just me doing different voices, keep breaking into the house because they're really people and not me doing different voices on different sides of the microphone. It's <laughs> okay. Oh, that was all me. So what? You knew I do those voices to make a point. Shut up. <laughs> oh, man. So I got a new tablet. I got my new fire. I got a fire tablet and I didn't really, I see my thing is I, 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 yes, I, yes, I switched. I, yeah, I switched. I switched subjects. So what? All right. You're probably going, you didn't make a smooth transition to this next subject. I don't always make smooth transitions. See, some people will make smooth transitions and I don't always make smooth transitions. Sometimes I just start talking about other stuff. Okay, because I feel like it and I'm going to do it right now. I have a tablet <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I got a new fire tablet. And um, <laughs> and the funny thing about it is that those, those things cost 50 bucks under normal circumstances. But I found it for twenty two dollars, including shipping, which is weird. Now, I forgot about it. I ordered it and then I, it was like it was twenty two bucks. So I forgot about the crap. And then three or four weeks later, it shows up. And uh, I get it. And I freaking love that thing. And because I wasn't using, I use my phone just for phone calls. I just don't like to put a lot of crap on phones. So I have the tablet. Now, all of a sudden, I found myself in a app, like an app orgy. <laughs> I mean, I literally sat there and just started dumping apps onto the, onto the tablet. And now... You know, it's like things that everybody else out there th that I was aware of but had no real interest in and that thing that I'm um, things that I'm sure you guys are using on a regular basis because I, I found out what my audience age is and the 80 percent of my audience is 18 to 49. And there's a whole bunch of you 18 to 34 year olds out there as well. And I know that you bastards are all on the on your own Periscope. You got Instagram. You got freaking Snapchat. You got all of this crap. And I wasn't even using that stuff. But all of a sudden, I found myself, I'm going, you know what? I'm going to start using Instagram. Yes, I am. And I'm going to start using Periscope. Yes, I am. And now I have in, uh, I have an Instagram. And surprisingly enough, it's my name as Anthony Thomas and all of that crap. But the thing is, I go on Periscope, but I did a test Periscope just to see what was going to happen. And it's pretty damn cool. It's a pretty damn cool tool. But then I didn't, but I, what I didn't know was that everybody and their grandmama is periscoping. 
And I don't know if there's a catchy phrase for it because, like I said, I just started putting the apps on very recently. I don't know if there's a, a name for people on Periscope, but I know there's something there is a way to describe a lot of the people on Periscope. Boring bastards. <laughs> it's, I'm sweeping through and some of the stuff is actually pretty damn cool. You know, the simple fact that everybody could have it on their phone and everybody can use it at this, you know, whenever they want. You can literally just go click, click. Now I'm on I'm online. Same thing with Google Plus, but Periscope is like, you know, people, people tend to be using that. And I was seeing some pretty cool stuff. People were, were like, you know, and this is how you make this special recipe. You, uh, you put double and two scoops of this in there. And then you know, keep in mind, write this down and, and then you sweep to the next thing. And it's some p- person Periscope and a Justin Bieber concert. You sweep to the next one and the guy goes, I am now in a refugee camp. And as you can see, there's people here who need foods and and you should send stuff to these people and you should just and then you have celebrities. You know, I saw Kevin Hart on there doing something funny. You know, he he was uh, he was just telling some nice jokes and then he got out of his car and he ran into a group of girls from a um from a track team and he challenged one of the girls to a race and he raced. It was funny. It was very funny. And I kept sweeping through and finding all these cool things. But then I realized that I was just lucky to find up five or six or seven really cool things in a row because then I started running across dudes who were periscoping themselves buying cigarettes. I mean, think about that. Think about that. It's like, yeah, you know, uh, I think I'm going to get some of the Marlboros. Give me more, bro. No, no, give me the one with the, not the soft back. I want the, I want the soft back. I want the hard back. Yeah, yeah, let me get that there. Then he looks at the camera. See this mother sucker up here trying to sell me the soft back? He know damn well I'm in this store every day. And as you know, my fans, all four of you, you know that I don't buy no damn Marlboros like that. You know, look, oh, I got a heart. I got a heart. Yeah, I got a heart. And then you have people asking questions. You know, they have little, little, these little cubes that pop up where people are actually commenting, yo, man, you know you smoke marbles. No, I do not smoke marbles. That's my mom right there. <laughs> and I sweep past that because I don't want to send, watch some jackass buy marbles. And then I go to the next one and it's, and it's somebody doing something. And I'm now going to experiment with this new thing that's going to cure the common cold. And of course, there's only one person watching it and the one person is me. I sweep to the next one and there's a guy, yeah, you know. You know, a lot of guys don't work out as hard as I work out. And as you can see, I got this six pack, you know, but what I really need. And the guy lays down on the bed, puts his arm behind his head, plays some Prince music. Yeah, what I really need is a lady. And then while he's sitting there flexing the stomach, and then you look down at the bottom of the screen, for 600, 700, 800, 900, you my boo. Ooh, look at them stomachs. Ooh, you my boo. Ooh, I'll be right over. And you're going, really? Seriously? That's disgusting. I can't believe that some guy's going to sit there with his stomach. He's doing crunches on the bed, and these ladies thirsty as hell. And I sweep to the next one, and there's a woman that looks like Halle Berry. Oh, yeah. And she's looking at the screen. And she's got on a bra. And she's got on sweatpants. And she's, you know, I don't know. Oh, God, I feel so ugly right now. Let me put on some makeup and lipstick. And I'm going to sweep my hands through my hair. Oh, God, let me walk through my house right now. Because, I mean, I'm telling you, baby, I don't even know why I've even got this periscope on. Because, I mean, it's got a camera on it. 
and everyone's going to see how ugly I am. Oh my God, let me wash this mirror. But before I wash this mirror, let me turn around and aim my ass to the mirror. And oh my God, it's, it, oh my God, I can't believe my ass is on Periscope. Why? I don't even know why, because my ass is just too fat. Oh, did I accidentally show my cleavage with my gigantic breasts? This is horrible. I don't know. My breast is sagging. I mean, I am 22 now. So, you know, they've been sagging for a while and six million people, seven million people. <laughs> you know, and I, and it just really, it was just really funny. And, and, and the funny thing about it is even though uh, Periscope is very similar to YouTube insofar as it's, it's everyone actually has access to it. You realize that a lot of the stuff that you see is really fucking stupid. I mean, I was actually talking to my cousin the other day about it because I literally had this exact same conversation with my cousin the other day. And I was, I was just describing what I saw on Periscope exactly the same way that they described it to you. And it was really funny. You, you would see people do it like literally one on one channel. You got a guy. And right now I'm discussing how to stop the homeless problem in San Francisco. And there were seven people watching it. And there's a girl going, okay. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you guys how to get your armpits whiter. Now, you're going to see the side of my breasts as I do this. Seven million people, eight million people. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, the simple fact that now I actually have access to all of that stuff. I know now that what I'm going to start doing is, like I said, I'm going to start making use of my Instagram accounts and my uh my uh, Periscope accounts and all of that kind of stuff because I didn't, I mean, I like, I like, uh, being on social media. I find it a lot of fun. I like, I find it a lot of fun interacting with you cats, you know, cause you guys have been really, really cool to me, man. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's, that's one of the things that's, that's good about the universe that I'm, that I'm in right now, the, the podcasting universe, you know, it's just that like on, on YouTube and things of that nature, when you, when you put something on YouTube, a lot of times you'll see, what you get is the second you even become slightly popular, have like a, you know, a thousand people watching you or five or 600 people watching you or whatever like that. That's when all of a sudden people start to, you ain't nothing. You N word, your mother jumping and you, your mother's a, and I hope you, and your sister falls down some steps. But in the world of this, of what you're listening to right now, essentially people have to actually go and look for you. It's not collected in one big universe like YouTube videos are. So usually you either get one of two things happening. You'll be around a bunch of people that really like what you do and dig it. Or people that listen for a couple of seconds or a couple of minutes and go, that's not for me. And then they go about their business and they disappear. So essentially what you, the people that are listening on a regular basis and listening to what you're doing and digging what you're doing on a regular basis are people that like what you do, you know. So I think that's pretty cool. So, so what I'm going to, so, uh, cause some of my other, uh, podcasters like, do you use Periscope? You, come on, man. You're going to use it. And I was giving them a heart. I'm like using that crap. Get it out of here. But I, I changed my mind. You know, I really think now that I've actually investigated the apps that they'd actually be fun to use. So, you know, uh, in the coming, in the coming weeks, you're going to see my big Apple head on, um, on a periscope i i don't know i may i may even actually use a periscope and or instagram to chronicle the finishing the the, the, the chronicle the, the 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 remaining of the weight loss you know let you see me shrink back down to my fighting weight on instagram and periscope i haven't decided whether i'm going to do that but at the very minimum i'm definitely going to be using that because i just found them really really 
Yeah, like I said, it's like when, when I started using Twitter back in 2009, when people told me you should go on Twitter, man. And I really thought, you know, cause you know what it is. When you see something new and you don't understand it, you kind of mock it, whether you mock it to other people or you mock it internally. I'm thinking at the time, I thought it was just a bunch of people. Cause when you would see the tweets, you would see tweets of really, really young people who just wanted to, you know, wanted the platform to just say anything. I didn't realize the importance of it or the impact of it. And so you'd see stuff. I'm having salad right now. Oh man, I don't know why Pepsi Cola is the number two soda. I like it better than Coke. And you see a whole bunch of that, and you're going, what the hell? What I want to use this for? And if, you know, and a lot of people will just kind of bounce off after they hear that, not realizing how important it is. And then what'll happen is they'll see something where people are giving out information there's a kid missing and then the kids found and the kid was found because somebody tweeted the picture or something you know it'll be and you go oh it's an important tool it's not about what's on the tool it's about collecting a bunch of people that use the tool in a way that you find interesting oh and then when i realized that that's when i decided to start using the platform and as you know and uh so as far as periscope is concerned and instagram i'm going to start using those because i i, I find especially periscope um, I'm going to start using those because a lot of y'all have been like, why don't you Periscope, man? Why don't you Instagram, man? And I was like, eh, but I, I, you know, you, you got to me. You got to me, guys. And I'm going to start using that stuff. I really am. <laughs> so thank you for that. And, uh, one final thing I want to talk to you guys about is actually, uh, actually, I should, I should not actually talk about this final thing because we're heading close to an hour right now and I should be wrapping this up, but I'm going to do what I want. Why? Because I can. Oh, yeah. And I want to talk to you about one thing. Now that I'm working out to try to get in shape, I have a theory. And my theory is that personal trainers are just lazy serial killers. Well, not lazy serial killers, but serial killers who don't want to go to final step. I'm telling you, it's the truth. Okay, I've dated and gotten it on with ladies who are personal trainers, and I know some of them are crazy. You see, a serial killer just murders a bunch of people. Now, that's horrible, but they do it. They go the full way and murder them. And I don't want them to do that. I wish they would stop doing that, but at least they're making a commitment. Now, don't get mad at me. I'm not advocating serial killers. I'm not a kind of guy that likes violence at all and it's non-sporting aspects. I, You know, like UFC and, and football. I don't want anybody to get hit and hurt. But what I'm saying is serial killers and personal trainers, almost the same thing. Serial killers get a kick out of killing people and personal trainers get a kick out of damn near killing people. It's the same thing. Yeah, I said it. Every time I watch one of those 48 hours mystery shows, it's always a bunch of sick bastards killing a bunch of different women who look like the woman that broke their heart when they were 15 years old or that looked like their mom or killing a bunch of dudes that looks like the guy that kicked their ass in high school or some crap like that. And they get a kick out of shooting them or killing them and stabbing or whatever the hell they do. But I'm telling you right now, uh, I dated a couple of personal trainers and I'm telling you that they were heavy girls and they got in shape and I'm telling you they're trying to kill their clients. I'm telling you. I'm starting to think that the stuff we do right now to work out started out as torture stuff. Yeah, that's right. Listen, this guy's not going to tell us where he hid the money. So lay him down on this bench. Now, put a pole across his chest. Do me a favor. Put 200 pounds of weight on it. 
Yeah, it's a dead 200 pounds of weight on that bar. That's going to make him tell us the secrets. What is he, what is he doing? He just pushed, he just pushed the bar up and, and he, he pushed the bar away from himself. Put it back down on him. He pushed it away again. Put it back down on him. He pushed it away again. Put it back down on him. He pushed it away again. And all of a sudden, He's kind of pushing away easily now. His chest bigger. What the hell? This is a bad torture method. We got to have another one. I know what we'll do. Lay him on the ground. You hold his feet. <laughs> you take that big heavy ball and keep slamming it into his stomach as hard as possible. That'll make him tell us the secrets. What? He's got a really tough stomach now and it doesn't bother him anymore. That sucks. So we can't drop weights on his chest because he keeps pushing the weight back up and it made his chest stronger. We keep hitting him in the stomach with this big giant heavy leather ball and it made his stomach strong. It's, I know what we'll do. <laughs> Get him up. Make him run around until he passes out. <laughs> Three weeks later, okay, he's been running all day and he's not even tired. This is bullshit. But he looks great. Wait a second. Instead of killing people with this shit, we can... Hmm... I'm telling you that's how personal training started. I'm telling you that's how it started. You think I'm kidding. You think I'm doing a kind of conspiracy theory. I'm telling you right now, personal trainers are trying to kill you. I remember I was with my personal training girlfriend and, and I was asleep. And I woke up and I heard her on the phone talking about her clients. And I heard her talking about one of her clients in the past tense. Oh, I used to know all of our clients, and all of a sudden, this guy disappeared. Why is that? Hmm? Why, when I went to the wall, and you had a wall of your clients, and the dates that you met him, why did you have a circle with a slash through his name? Hmm? Was it because he was finished working out? No, he still had man tits. He wasn't done. Did he quit, or did you make him quit? Did he quit, or did you finish him off? Did you kill him? That's what I wanted to ask her, but I didn't want her to kill me. I just saw what she did to that guy. You think I'm going to let her finish me off? Well, actually, I let her finish me off, but <laughs> not that kind of way. I'm talking about the good way. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, watch your personal trainers, people. Those sick bastards travel from house to house, hurting people. You never feel good when they leave, do you? You wake up the next day, your legs are hurting, your stomach's hurting, your back's hurting, your neck's hurting, and they charge you money for it. What kind of sadomasochistic crap is that? You people make me sick. You sick bastards. All personal trainers are sick bastards. Except you, Jillian Michaels. I like you, Jillian Michaels. So, Jillian Michaels, if you hear this, I'm all for you doing some stuff like that. I, I, I'm down with it. Or any other attractive female who wants to do that because I just realized I should take all of that back because I remember what it was like to get it on, but that personal training was freaking awesome. So, everything I just said about personal trainers, if you're a female personal trainer, it does not apply to you dudes. I don't care what you think, so y'all all stink. <laughs> I need help. I really need to stop recording these so late at night because I listen to the podcast the next day. I put down my notepad like this notepad right here where I had the, the scripts for this stupid thing that I just did. And I realize I need help. <laughs> well, folks, this has been episode number 206 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. I want to thank you very, very much for listening slash putting up with me. Much love to every last one of my sass potters. I really do love you guys. My potter and family, thanks for the retweets and the reblogs and the re this and the re that. 
For those of you that are interested, please follow me on Twitter at, at S. Anthony Thomas and at S. Anthony Says. Um, I'm on Facebook. At, uh, my Facebook is verified now. S. Anthony Says You. It has a blue check mark on it on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, go to S. Anthony Says. You'll see the blue check mark. And that means it's really me. It's not somebody else trying to be me. It's really me. And by the way, uh, Twitter, it's your turn. I got verified on Facebook. Your punk asses need to get on the stick too and verify at S. Anthony Thomas and at S. Anthony Says. Get it done, you bastards. <laughs> Unless unless saying it that way would not help i should probably say it a different way how about this hi twitter i'm s anthony thomas comedian and podcaster and i've been verified on facebook and i would really love it if you guys would also verify that it is in fact me running my accounts at s anthony thomas and at s anthony says it would be really a wonderful thing if you would add me to the verification (laughs) get it done bastards (laughs) <laughs> and the uh the email for the podcast if you want to ask questions or whatever you want to say um is the s anthony says podcast at gmail.com folks thank you very very much for spending this time with me for indulging my craziness this has been episode number 206 of the s anthony says podcast and i hope you will be there as you've been the other 205 times after other than this for episode two number 207 next week and i'm going to end the show the way i always end the show and you know i'm going to end the show and it doesn't matter whether you're on a lawnmower whether you're on a treadmill whether you're walking down the street with earbuds in you know how i end the show please say it with me on the count of three one two three s anthony out (laughs) 